many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. If you believe God has done and He is going to do marvelous things in your life, I want you to clap your hands unto Jesus and declare a very loud Amen unto the Lord. Hallelujah. It's testimony time. And Bible says that by the word of their testimony and by the blood, they overcame the accuser and his avengers. As we read and declare this testimony to the glory of God, we know that we are also going to testify even a week or an hour from this time. Hallelujah. This one says that I received free supplies after tapping into someone's testimony. Position yourself to tap into tonight's testimony. Hallelujah. That's enough for me. It's my name. On 14 November, I received a package I had never ordered for. In the morning of that blessed day, the package arrived with my name, number and location on it. My siblings buy packages sometimes and I normally receive them on their behalf. Therefore, I called them to find out whether they had ordered for anything. But all of them said no. I then decided to call the sender's number on the package only to discover that he was just a wholesaler. As I kept wondering how this surprise happened, I suddenly remembered that I tapped into someone's testimony to receive supplies I didn't pay a dime for. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I tap into this testimony. I give God all the praise. I also want to thank Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa for also availing himself to be used by God for my prophet. Hallelujah. Tonight, Reverend will be here. So, position yourself. This one says that this is divine escape. Somebody declared divine escape. You are declaring it as if declared divine escape. God bless you. William Chum Berima is my name. Three weeks ago, I went to work. I went to work and was supposed to stay for the weekend. I work as a tailor at Pukwasi. However, I mostly spend my weekend at Fadama. It was a Friday and we had and we had orders to deliver the following Monday. So I had no intentions of leaving Pukwasi for Fadama that weekend. But strangely but strangely though, on Sunday evening around seven PM, I just packed my things and left for Fadama. The following day, which was a Monday, my boss called me to come back to work. According to my boss, I was expected to come back and iron some suits for some wedding clients and go deliver it to them. My boss went ahead to even send me money for my transport back to the workplace. Yet, as if under some mysterious influence, I didn't adhere to anything my boss said. Hmm. I didn't go and I just didn't know why I couldn't go back to the workplace. Around 1 p.m. on that fateful day, one of my colleagues at the place where I work called me and told me, called me and told me the misfortune that had befallen some of our colleagues. One of my colleagues was using a faulty iron 
which had been repaired to iron the suit I, I was supposed to work on. The iron blasted. The iron blasted at the workplace and the guy who was using the iron almost lost his thumb. He suffered a deep cut on his thumb such that the thumb had to be stitched together again. Wow. Somebody give glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Also, his right hand got broken and for the rest of this year, he might not even be able to work again. The other person who was also in the shop suffered cuts on his tummy. When I heard the news, I took it as a normal occurrence until I went to visit them at the hospital. The moment my boss saw me, he asked me what church I attended. Hallelujah. Listen, a testimony will hit us and someone will ask you, what church do you attend? If you believe, declare a big amen. The moment my boss saw me, he asked me what church I attended. He told me that I was supposed to work on that iron. I would have been the victim on a sick bed. I would have been the victim on a sick bed had the God of ANC not intervened and prevented me from going to work that day. Hallelujah. That was when it dawned on me that it was the Lord who prevented me. I remember attending the last day of PC and, the, and that event and the event happened afterwards. So it happened after the last day of PEC. I want to say thank you Jesus and I want to thank God so much for his divine intervention. I am truly grateful, he declares. The last one says that marriage happens swiftly as prophesied. Hallelujah. Is somebody expecting some marital prophecy to be made manifest? This is your testimony. Hallelujah. See what the Lord has done, she declares. My name is Ruth Queen. During miracle service on Sunday, toward December 2021, Reverend Ebenezer Kronipan gave me a prophecy. Gave me a prophecy that within the space of one and a half years, exactly by 2022, I am going to be married. Your marriage will be glorious and every fear and every fear of not succeeding in marriage is broken of me from that day. Hallelujah. You will laugh and rejoice on your day of honor. When I got home that day, I wrote down my testimony from the prophecy I received. She says that she wrote down her testimony from the prophecy she received. She didn't write a prophecy. She wrote the testimony of the prophecy she received. Hallelujah. She says that I, this is what she wrote. I, Amarut, will marry within the space of one and a half years. Exactly by 2022. My marriage will be glorious. And every fear of not succeeding in marriage is broken from me today. I will laugh and rejoice on my day of honor. Beloved, this prophecy has come to pass to my utmost amazement. Hallelujah. I remember that day when Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa gave me the, that prophecy. I was, not, I was out of a very bad relationship and had no intention of entering another one anytime soon. But I kept hope alive and believed that the word of God that had been spoken over my life by the servant of God will surely come to pass. Hallelujah. Put your hand on your head and declare whatever word that has been declared over my life by the servant of God shall surely come to pass in the name of Jesus. I used only six months to plan my wedding. Hallelujah. When my beloved proposed to me, I didn't give him an answer for about a month. Immediately I said yes to his proposal. He was ready to settle down. 
give God the glory and be expectant tonight because that miracle is going to happen in your life. Somebody give God the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody do another one for the Lord. Surely we want to take a live testimony. Help me welcome our sister Gloria Latte. She has a very powerful testimony. So you tell us your name and what the Lord has done for you. Obakamet Nation. So please, my name is Gloria Nadulate. I want to thank God for today and I also like to thank my daddy, Reverend Ebenezer Kunipa, for giving me this wonderful opportunity. I'm here to share my testimony. So in last year, that was 2021, I wanted to go to school. But things didn't work out the way that I want. I did everything, but what I was doing, I didn't involve God and I was in a haste. I didn't even inform the man of God about it. It was later when I had done everything and there was no positive outcome. That was when I came and saw the man of God. But still, Papa told me that I shouldn't worry. Next time, if I'm going for, for the forms, I should just inform him. I said, okay. But the pressure that I was getting from my friends and even my family members, it was too much. So I gave up. I decided to focus on working. So a certain nurse told me that for her, it took her 10 years before entering to the nursing school. And a certain man too told me that for his sister, it took her five years. And another person also told me that it took her three years. So I was there and I was like, ah, Gloria, why are you doing this to yourself? You tried just once and it didn't work. So you want to give up? No. So this year, in the month of February, I don't know whether because it was a month of faith, but I woke up one day and with this strong desire that I want to go to school. So I went to my mom and I told my mom that, Ma, uh, this year to next year, the, the, by hook or crook, I have to be in school. Then she told me that, oh, my daughter, don't worry. You have to be praying and be like telling God that I should connect you to people and be doing some researches. Then I said, yes. Okay, so anytime I pray, I tell God that it should connect me to people who are into that profession because I need information and details from them. So, uh, by the grace of God, God also connected me to two people who went to that profession. How God connected me to them up to date, if I think about it, I don't understand because I didn't go chasing after them. I was working, they were somewhere else, but we got connected. So, in the, in the month of May, if all you remember, it was a month of opening door. That was when everything started. That was when the forms came out. Even the forms, I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me and filled it. So I was just working and God was just doing things in the realms of the Spirit for me. So at this point, I realized one thing that where the grace of God exists, the race of man becomes easy. And when the grace of God is busy, every other thing also becomes easy. So when I, I got my forms, I came here with my mom, and we came and meet Papa. I, then I gave the forms to Papa. Then pa Papa prophesied to me that he told me that I should hold the form, so I, I held it. And he told me that this form that I'm holding is no longer a form, but my admission letter. I believe it. I felt it because I was under the power. And the man of God told me that I, sh I should take three steps in front. I did it, and it came to pass. So uh, in August. And I guess I went for the interview. It was successful. I went in with confidence and I came out successful. But last month, last month, which was, uh, sorry, yes, uh, November, sorry, in November, uh, my colleagues, they were calling me Gloria. Those that I went to the interview with, they were calling me Gloria, have you received your message? Have you been called? I said no. Then I asked them, then they would say that, oh, for me, they have received my message, they have been called. So I was there, then I called, I called the institution. So then I talked to, I talked, I spoke with one of the authorities that, please, what is going on? And he was like, um, the, the principal is being stubborn and that, so if it will be possible, I should come there that day. And then I said, no, please, I'm at work. So the following day, I went to the school and I spoke to the authorities. They were like, the school is occupied. Then I was like, why? The school is occupied, so please, are you trying to tell me that I should be in the house and wait next year? That cannot be possible. I can't be in the house and wait for next year. So I, I immediately, I left that place and came here. I was crying. 
I, I, I wanted to come and visit Papa, but Papa was not around, so I called him, and I told, I told him everything. I was just vibrating, I was shaking when I was, I was speaking to him. Papa told me that he was coming. Papa came, and he called me. When he called me, then I, I, I saw, I see, then the man of God prayed for me, and, just, and three weeks, three weeks, and this is the three weeks now. Emuna yewe. So, so I was there this week on Thursday. I was calculating something on my phone. I was using uh, my calculator. Then I, um, a message came. Turning. Then I saw H O. Sorry, M O H. Now I said, Hey, this message is from the Ministry of Health. Too. So when I look at it, I've, been, I've gotten my message. So now I've, I've gotten my admission to the um, Midwifery and Nursing College, Sunyane. Wow. So I, I thank God for this wow. testimony. And I thank my Papa Reverend Ebenezer Okonipa for his prayers and his words of encouragement that that you gave me. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for being the prophet of my life. Thank you very much. Somebody give the Lord a hand. And if your voice is yours, add a shout unto the Lord. This is powerful. Hallelujah. And I see you also testifying just like you're doing. Hallelujah. Please take your seat for just a few minutes. Hallelujah. This atmosphere is ripe for your miracle. Hallelujah. Laba shadakaba laba.
chains be broken. Break now. Holy Spirit. Come, come. Come on, let your voice arise, 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 let your voice arise. Mandala ba 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 Mandala ba 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 and so precious Holy Ghost, we are here to receive from you. Let our atmosphere be opened Amen. for supernatural encounters. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bazun talabako televredish. Zado mandakatalebredish waters. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father open, up my heavens. open up my heavens. Tonight, Tonight let the call let the of the 11th hour, hour, hour miracle, miracle manifest in my life, in my family. Say, Father, Father, before the end of this year, of give this me year. a breakthrough miracle I never expected. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, begin to talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice, begin to talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice, begin to talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice, begin to talk to the Lord. Lord. I want to hear somebody lifting a prayer right now. <speaking in Spanish> 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Tonight I prophesy. Yes, Lord. The God of the eleventh hour is coming through for you. Amen. I said the God of the eleventh hour is coming through for you. Amen. Is there anybody who needs an intervention now? Is there anybody who have a prayer topic that ask the God of the eleventh hour do it for me? Come on, is there anybody here like that? Is there anybody here like that? Do you have it written down? Or it's in your head? Or it's in your heart? Or it's in your stomach? It's in your pockets? Wherever. <laughs> is it on your phone? Who has typed out your prayer topic? Say, Father. Tonight, Tonight, I believe in you. Believe in you. And, you said, and you said, all things are possible, things are possible to him that believes. Oh God of 11 hours, manifest in my life, specifically in this area. Make your prayer topic and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, as you are prayed, so shall it be unto you. Amen. As you are believed, so shall you receive. Amen. As you are prayed, so shall it be unto you. Amen. As you have believed, so shall you receive. Amen. As a soul shall you receive. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Somebody celebrate the Lord with a clap offering. 
I can add a shout of praise. Declare glory. Declare glory. Declare glory. All our glory. All our glory. As you are shouting, the glory is manifesting in your life. As you are shouting, the glory is coming through for you. As you are shouting, there is a breakthrough. As you are shouting, there is a breakthrough. As you are shouting, there is a breakthrough. The door is open. The door is open. The door is open. All our glory. Hallelujah. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus Christ. So now we are going to pray. But sit down for a few minutes. Let me impart some faith into your spirits. Glory to Jesus. Matthew chapter number 20. I'm reading from the verse number 1. The God of the 11th hour will come through for you. I said the God of the 11th hour will come through for you. Your amen will secure a miracle. I said the God of the 11th hour will come through for you. I said the God of the 11th hour will come through for you. What you are just about giving up on, God will show up for you. I said, God will show up for you. I said, God will show up for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 20. From the verse number 1. Jesus was teaching and he said, For the kingdom of heaven. So now he's talking about the operations of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers. The Bible says that for he hired laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. So, remember, he woke up when? Early in the morning. He rose up early in the morning. Early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard or for his vineyard or depending on the school that he went to. He went to hire laborers. What time was it? Early in the morning. At the beginning of the day, I just want to put a, a reference point over there for some, somebody. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius, or according to the King James, a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Verse number three says, and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went, and again he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, and he did likewise. So if uh, according to the Hebrew culture, work starts around 6 a.m. So he went out about the sixth hour, uh, third hour, so that was around 9 a.m. Then he went at about the sixth hour, so that's 12 noon, 12 p.m. And then about the ninth hour, that was now what, around 3 p.m. And he went, and all of them, he saw those who were looking for uh, who were looking for um, a job, they were standing there idle. In other words, to be idle means nothing is working. To be idle means nothing is moving, nothing is coming. So it meant that there were people who had not seen any change in their lives. People who were looking for a result. People who were looking for an intervention. He said that and he told them, go into the, my vineyard and whatever is due you, I will give unto you. That even tells us that serving the Lord pays. Because he said that whatever is due you, I'll pay you. Whatever is due you, whatever is your portion, I'm going to give unto you. Because they were working where? In his vineyard. They were working in his vineyard. Whatever is your portion, I'll make available to you. Can I speak into your life? Whatever is your portion, may God do it for you. You will receive it before the end of this year. I said you will receive it before the end of this year. I said you will receive it before the end of this year. If you believe, let your amen sound like thunder. I said, if you believe, let your amen sound like thunder in the name of Jesus Christ. He told them that whatever is due you. Now, as though that was not enough, the verse number six says that and at the 11th hour, that meant that in the Jewish culture, they, they, they work from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, a, a normal work day is 12 hours of labor. So, at the 11th hour, meaning it was just left with only an hour for work to be done. 
Say at the eleventh hour he went out and he found others standing idle, and he said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? Today the Lord is asking somebody, ah, Is it that nothing is working for you? Are you trusting me for a miracle? Are you trusting me for an intervention? He said unto them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? And they said to him, Because no one hired us. But he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is your right, or whatever is right, you will receive. In the verse number eight, the Bible says, So when evening was coming, now in the Jewish culture, I told, I told you to make reference to the fact that he went out early in the morning. That was around 6 a.m. When evening, the Jewish evening is 6 p.m. Jewish evening starts from 6 p.m. That is the close of work. That is the close of the day. The rest is called night. So they operate by the systems of the day and the night. So in the night, they have four watches of the night, three hours in each watch. So 6 to 9 is one watch. 9 to 12 is one watch. 12 to 3 is one watch. 3 to 6 is another watch. So four watches of the night. And so the evening was come. And he went to them. So evening is the time that wages are paid. At the end of or at the close of the working day, money is paid for whatever you are you have done. The Bible says that he said to his steward, call the laborers. The steward over here is talking about uh, refers to the accountant, the one who holds the money, the holder of the money. So call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning from the last to the first. Uh, oh my God, I feel an excitement in my, my spirit. And when those that came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. Uh, that means that they each received a full day's wage. That means that no matter uh, if each hour in the day contains a certain amount, uh, maybe a twelve of a denarius, uh, in those who came to work for just an hour, he compiled everything that they were supposed to receive in a day and he delivered it unto them. Uh, I pray for someone tonight uh, that may God show you that kind of mercy. I say may God show you that kind of goodness in the name of Jesus. They each received a denarius, but when the first came, they supposed that they should receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they are receiving it, they complain against the landowner, saying, These last you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. Oh, somebody's not getting me over here. Who have borne? We are the ones who carry the burden and the heat of the day. God is going to cause somebody to work for you to enjoy. God is going to cause somebody to labor to become your prophet. God is going to open a door for you, which will not be the result of your own labors. Am I prophesying to somebody over here? Receive such a grace. As I receive such a grace. As I receive such a grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said, we have borne the labor of the day. But he answered one of them and said, friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this, this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Is, or is, it, is, is your eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be the first and the first shall be the last. So for many are called, but few are chosen. Father, bless the reading of your word and grant insight to us tonight. And let this prophetic encounter be something that will deliver your miraculous power into the lives of your children. Let an expectation be met. Let your glory be seen. Let the works of the enemy be foiled. Let your children be delivered into your promises in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Here in this Bible passage, we realize that God is a good God. In this Bible passage, we realize that God is the same God of the first hour, the God of the early morning, who went about calling laborers to come and work for him. And this same God is not just a God of the day, he's also a God of the night. He's the God also of the last hour, the eleventh hour. The same God that did certain things for somebody in January, blessed another person in February, honored another in March, caused somebody to see his goodness in uh, uh, 
in September is the same God that is going to show up in the 11th hour. I said the same God that is going to show up in the 11th hour. 11th hour does not necessarily mean 11 before 12. But it means that the last period, the last hour, the last moment, the place when people are resigning, the place when people are giving up, the place when people are arranging themselves, getting ready to close. I can just imagine those who started working in the morning or early in the morning. By the 11th hour, they were just arranging themselves, getting ready for the close of work, getting ready for the end of the assignment, getting ready to pack everything and put it out and say that it is done, it is finished. That is not when people start, but there's something about God. Sometimes when people are ending, when people are saying that there's a stop, that is when God says, I am now about to start. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody who is on the verge of giving up, but I've come with a prophetic word for you. God said that it is now that it's about to start with you. It is now that it's about to start with you. When others have gone ahead and they said, oh, they got there first, or they started before you, there is a God who does not mind who started first. There is a God who does not mind who started second. There is a God who does not mind the points that you are starting from. He is a God that carries the overtaking grace. He is a God that God brings upon you an anointing. The Bible says in the days of Elijah, Elijah prophesied to Ahab and said, Ahab, go ahead and go to the city and find shelter for yourself. But I, for I hear in my spirit the sound of an abundance of rain. The Bible says that so Ahab stopped partying, stopped whatever he was doing and sat upon his horses and his chariots and he began to ride oh, back to the city. He began to ride back to his home. Now, as a king, you definitely have the best horses. But the Bible said, at the hand of the Lord, someone declared the hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and by the hand of the Lord, he ran under the power of the Holy Ghost. He ran under the influence of the Spirit. And the Bible says that Elijah overtook Elijah overtook the chariot of Israel. Elijah overtook the chariot of, of Ahab. And he got to Jezreel, the city, even before Ahab could get there. Look, when the anointing of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, the first shall be the last, and the last shall be the first. When the anointing of the Holy Ghost is at work, those who are taking the lead don't have the advantage. Those who have the advantage are those who carry the Spirit. Tonight, the Spirit is coming upon you. I said, tonight the Spirit is coming upon you. The overtaking Spirit. The Spirit that is able to turn the tables around. The Spirit that is able to reverse the situation and cause the last to be the first. And the first to be the last. That anointing is hitting somebody over here. Maybe members of your family have already taken the lead. Some have gone to buy a land and they have started building. Maybe certain friends of yours have already taken the lead and have married Maybe others have even gotten degrees, masters, and doctorates. And it looks as though, as for you, you are marking time. You are the one that is idle in the marketplace. My God, the God of the 11th hour, he's saying that he's coming to the marketplace. And when it comes to the marketplace, that means that he's looking for somebody who's looking for a miracle. Is there somebody here looking for a miracle? He's looking for somebody who's looking for a breakthrough. Is there somebody who qualifies for this calling? He's looking for somebody. Somebody who is at the verge of giving up, whom others have said, give up and die, give up and die. When Job was going through his travail, his own wife said, my husband Job, why don't you cast God and die? Because where you have gotten to, there's no turning back. Where you have gotten to is a place of impossibilities. Where you have gotten to, nothing can be done about the situation. But even in the life of Job, the God of the 11th hour, he came through and he disgraced the wife of Job. He disgraced the friends of Job. He disgraced the enemies of Job. He disgraced the predictions. I don't know what predictions they have made over your life, but I stand as a prophet of God and I make an announcement that the 
things shall be turned around. The verdict shall be reversed. The predictions shall fail. The predictions of men shall fail. The thoughts of men shall fail. The calculations of men shall fail. Because he is the God of the eleventh hour. If you believe in him, shall he yes. The God of the eleventh hour. Can I make some prophetic declarations over your life? He is the God who will give you, who will give you, Mashatalaba, at your start, what other thing you don't deserve. God is going to give you this December what others have been laboring for. The ones who started said, how can you give these people the same pay which we who have carried the labor of the day, the heat of the day, what we have labored for, what we have worked for. We are the ones who deserve this position. We are the ones who deserve this placement. We are the ones who deserve this glory. But when the God of the 11th hour is working, he will give you what others deserve. Somebody's not getting me. And it's not that you deserve it. They have worked for it. They have gone to the schools for it. They have received the tutorials for it. They have every natural qualification. But the God of the eleventh hour, he does not look at the qualifications of men. Oh, no wonder our dear sister said, when the grace of God is in the race of men, the race of men become easy. I pray for somebody over here. Even though the race looks like it's difficult. Uh, that grace for ease is coming. Uh. I said that grace for ease is coming. Uh. I said that grace for ease is coming. Uh. Somebody wake up tomorrow morning uh, and things are turned around. Uh. Somebody wake up tomorrow morning uh, and you see that things are turning around. Uh. Oh, negativity is turning to positivity. That money that you are expecting uh, is coming through for you. That expectation uh, that has been hanging uh, and it looks as though it cannot work. Uh. It looks as though it will not be. It looks as though it's an impossibility. I have come as a prophet of God. I have come as a prophet of God with a word for your eleventh hour. With a word for your eleventh hour. What others have been laboring for, what others have been struggling for, you are going to receive it with ease. I say you are going to receive it with ease. Come on, your amen is too weak. I say you are going to receive it with ease. They'll say you don't deserve it. But God, that when God is blessing you, He does not consult the institution of men. Somebody is not hearing me over here. When God is blessing you, it has not taken counsel oh, from the historians. It has not taken counsel from the professors. It has not taken counsel from your enemies. It has not taken counsel from your friends. It has not taken counsel from your family. When God chooses you to bless you, that is the grace of God. That is the grace of God. The grace of God is short form. For God is the race. When God is in the race, those that men are forsaken. Look, they were in the workplace. They were in the marketplace. Idling about. Everyone was looking at them and saying, Look at this lazy man. Look at this lazy man. These men have no vision. Oh, God knows you have a vision. Is that that you have lack of opportunity? God knows you have a dream. Is that that you have lack of opportunity? But tonight, I have come to announce to you that there's a God who sees what is in your heart. There's a God who is coming after you. Even when men have given up on you, when men have forsaken you, there's a God. Is there somebody with vision over here? Is there somebody with vision over here? They looked at them and they said, I looked at this man. They are not going about trying to do something for themselves. Look at this lady. She can sit in her home. She's not going to look for her husband. Listen, they don't know that in your heart you carry your three children already. They don't know that in your heart you carry your husband already. They don't know that you have dreamt of how your home should be. But they are saying, look, she's looking saucy. She's too known. She's this, she's that. That is why she's not getting a relationship. But I am here to announce to you that the God of the 11th hour is about to bring your marriage plan through. It's about to bring your marital vision through. I am not 
can work faster than the strength of men. The grace can produce faster results than the strength of men. Tonight, can I speak into somebody's life? Listen to me. Don't worry about whether I lay hands on, not, on you or not. Just listen. To, just, just, just be concerned whether you can hear me or not. If you can hear me, then I'm prophesying to you. If you can hear me, then I'm speaking to you. The grace of God is getting busy. I said the grace of God is getting busy. Someone, I, it doesn't look like somebody's here to receive. I said the grace of God is getting busy. As I am speaking right now, that grace is getting busy. That grace is working. That grace is producing results. Receive that business. Receive that change of situation. In the name of Jesus Christ. The goal of the 11th hour, can I prophesy to you? He will turn the situation to your favor. He will turn the situation to your favor. Those last people that went, everything turned in their favor. At the beginning, they were laughing at them, saying, Hi, you wait in house, I'm in a corner. I am going to work. I, I am going to get married. I, I'm going to, I'm driving my car. Hey, by the end of the day, who was complaining? Who was crying? Who was complaining? Who was crying? Anybody who has mocked you? Anybody who has laughed at you? Anybody who has made fun of you? Listen, their mockery is turning to your making. Oh, your amen is weak. I said, their mockery is turning to your making. I said, their mockery is turning to your making. Anybody who has laughed at your family? Anybody who has laughed at you? Ayatata Shataya. You are going to have the last laugh. I said, you are going to have the last laugh. I said, you are going to have the last laugh. Receive the intervention of grace. That 11th hour miracle is the intervention that comes in the nick of time. Is there somebody you feel like giving up? Did you hear a testimony? She said she was giving up. She felt like giving up. Oh, last month, she came and she was crying. Everybody had been receiving for about three weeks. She had not received anything. It looked as though the opportunity was all gone. But she said, that, no, I'm going to trust the God of the 11th hour. I'm going to trust the God of the 11th hour. I'm going to hold on to my feet. And she stepped out in feet, picked her seat, and said that, God, you have spoken. What you have said, I believe. What you have said, I believe. What you have said, I believe. And she stepped out in feet. How do you provoke the God of the 11th hour? Listen, everything that you have been fighting for for the past 12 months, over the past 11 months, in the 12 months, I'm here with faith to believe with you that God will compress it and put it in this one month. You see, that's the problem. Many of us don't believe. I'm speaking right now. The Lord told me specifically to come and talk about double-mindedness. That the reason why some people will not believe is that they will, they don't, they will not receive is because they don't believe. Why? Because they are double-minded. Why? Because they have waited and waited and some things have not happened. So they are wondering whether this one is also another one of them. Double-mindedness. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. The verse number 6. The verse number 7. The verse number 8. He gives us a revelation over there and tells us why some don't receive. Tonight, let me read to you and then we are going to pray. We are going to pray. The God of the 11th hour. James chapter number 1. He said, ah, but let him ask in faith with no doubt. So we are going to ask. With no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea. Driven and tossed by the wind. For let, let not that man suppose that he receive anything from the Lord. He is double minded. Unstable in all his ways. Let him ask in faith. How do you access the God of the 11th hour? Faith. Faith and prayer. Ask in faith. I don't know who it is that I came here for. But the Lord said that today and next week Sunday is about the God of the 11th hour. It's about the God of the 11th hour. I am coming with an anointing to minister to emergency situations. Emergency. Are you at the verge of giving up? It's all hope. Doesn't seem like all hope is lost. Give me back that scripture. He said, Let him ask in faith. Let him ask in faith. With no doubt, 
Give me the King James, please. Nothing doubted. For he who doubts is like a wave. Let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. For he that wavered or doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed to and fro. Listen, tonight, whatever you have been tossed to and fro throughout the year, stability is coming. I said, stability is coming. I said, stability is coming. Give me the verse number seven. Many people believe in the opinions of men. They believe in what they see. They accept what they see than the report of God. Therefore, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why? That man is a double-minded person. Verse number eight. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Listen to me. Believe. Believe. I don't know how it will happen. But I don't care about the how. All I know is the who and what he can do. And what he can do. And what he can do. Tonight, I did not come to display. I came to tell you the mind of God. I came to tell you that it is possible. I came to tell you that do not give up. I came to tell you that there's still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. God can compensate you for all the time that is lost. He said that I'll give you the former. And the latter rings together. So Somebody is going to be a miracle. That's Lord. It's going to be a miracle this week. Amen. It's going to be a miracle. Amen. Who believes in miracles? You are about to see God turn things around in your life. Amen. This December you will experience the grace of God. Amen. This December the Lord put a testimony in your mouth. Amen. This is about you say that ah finally finally it is done. Amen. Who am I talking to? Celebrate your victory. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Avoid double-mindedness. I don't know if it keeps coming back to me. Believe. And Abraham hoped against hope. He believed when it was stupid to believe. He believed when it was impossible to believe. He hoped against hope. Believe. God is faithful. And will show himself in your life. Strong. Vital. Able. You will testify. Give the Lord some praise. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.